Kiki Ra, and you're listening to For the Listening to For the Lore, the podcast that delves into the craft of our favorite games, whether lore, gameplay, or even game design. Joining Roger from Wow Dogs, and for the lore is Joe, writer for World of Maticus, and Enrique of Spooncraft. Hello and welcome to For the Lord, this is Roger coming to you on Monday, the 21st of June. This is our 40th episode, which as loyal listeners know, means a drunk tank episode. The three of us have been digging in and having a grand old time here with our various drinks. And we've got with us a special guest. We've got Kim, a lady of leet on the show. Kim, welcome. Well, thank you guys very much for having me. I have my wine here, so I'm all ready to to join you guys. Excellent. In our debauchery? Because if you've listened to any of the prior episodes, trust me, that's where you're headed. I'm a little nervous right now. I have to admit, I am a little nervous right now. I wish that my co-hosts were here with me to, you know, join in this, but sadly they can't be here. Yes, we were a little disappointed to hear that, but such things happen. So no, we're very happy to have you here. Um, We were going to do some talking about E3 because that right now is the biggest news. Now, I know that uh, Joe and Vince and I had a, a good opportunity to talk about the Microsoft showing last week because that happened on the day that we were recording. And then after that was when they did the Sony and the uh, the Nintendo stuff. I'm assuming you kept very close eye on that as well. I did. I did. Okay. And I was I was pretty much impressed so far, but we'll go into that in a minute. Okay. So uh, going back to the uh, the boys here, of course, I've got Joe as well as Vince with me. Boys, welcome to the show. Hello. Hey there. All right. Um, apparently, they don't have much to say, so we can go right into the news then. <laughs> that was easy. Man, we need women on the show more often. It shuts them right up. Oh, no. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, hello to everybody That's in the audience. Okay, okay. Hello to everybody in the audience who came to listen to us live. Appreciate you guys coming out for this uh, little anniversary episode. Always nice to have you here. Tart, I know you're listening, but you can't be in the audience. Glad to have you, of course. Um, Let's start right away with, I mean, we covered Microsoft. We can kind of touch on it a little bit afterwards in comparison and whatnot, but let's go right into the new stuff that we saw as well. We'll touch on the Nintendo showing, which when it was going on, having only seen um, Microsoft up until that point, Nintendo freaking rocked. The games that they were talking about and the um, between the new GoldenEye, Epic Mickey, Golden Sun, excuse me, the new Zelda, and then the, uh, the, the obviously the 3DS, there was a lot of strong showing there and it made for one hell of a press release. Uh, Joe and I were talking during that show and we were impressed with most of it. What were your thoughts, Kim? Uh- 
you know what I was most impressed with is that 3DS. I mean, holy crap. Mm -hmm. Everyone was just saying how incredible it was and how you really had to be there and hold it and and really get that full effect of it right there. The pictures just wasn't doing it. So I am really excited about that now. And I was not excited about 3D or anything like that. So I'm I'm excited about that. Well, that's, it was that's probably my number one thing that I'm like, OK, come on, come on, come on, come on. When is it going to be here? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was it really was a E3 that was all 3D as well as motion move um, capture movement stuff. Um, that's all it was about this entire show. So in terms of 3D, the only competitor was Sony's stuff and Sony's stuff because of the sizable investment you got to make between the TV and the freaking glasses that cost as much as what this 3DS will be is something that most people can't even consider. Yeah, that's that is ridiculous. Those glasses, the way and who wants to wear glasses when you're playing a game? I I tried the um, the video one for WoW when um, NVIDIA had has the 3D ones. Yeah, yeah, it kind of made me sick. Yeah, it's very disorienting. Yeah, I can barely handle it for a couple hours in the theater. I don't want to be sitting there for, you know, five, <laughs> six hours at home. No, thank you. Exactly. Yeah. Well, the problem with that, though, is that like when you're seeing this and they're banking so much on this 3D, yes, everybody in the audience is going to be able to appreciate it. But everybody who's watching from a stream can't see any difference. So it was kind of hard to put as much emphasis on this as what the people who saw it live were able to. So I know that Joe was really impressed with Epic Mickey as well. We were talking about that for a while. God damn, that game looks hot. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, Yeah, there there are very few games that I I get really excited about, but Epic Mickey is, is one of them, not only because I have a friend that happened to work on the project, but it's just, it looks ridiculous um i mean not only is the 3d stuff with the way what you can take away from the world and put into the world in real time uh, absolutely amazing the graphics look like it's not even on the damn wii um i mean just from what we saw it looks smooth and polished and the polygon look you know nice and, and rounded so it's not it, it doesn't have that same blockiness that we're we're used to seeing with uh, former Wii games. And the cool thing I like about it, probably the one thing that really stood out to me the most about it, was how you travel between worlds, that side-scrolling adventure. Oh, I mean, dude. <laughs> dude, Nintendo, Nintendo kicking back to the side-scrolling adventure is always wonderful. I mean, the, the new Mario Brothers was awesome. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's a nice little touch. It's a nice little thing to throw into the game for the old-school gamers. And it adds it a sort of uh, further nostalgia to go with the the title, especially the first one, the Steamboat Willie transition phase. I mean, what else could Disney do to say, "Hey, we've been around forever. Uh, enjoy our game. Here's here's Steamboat Willie. Have fun." You know, I don't know. I would really enjoy but it. But doesn't Mickey look a little pissed off to you? I mean, he yes. looks. It looks a little <laughs> mean to me. No, I was he's a just scared he's, of Mickey there. He's got a little angst. You need that Which if you're going to be a, a leading man in a game. Yes. Uh, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, he's still recovering from that dark Jedi Mickey phase from Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I mean, you don't see Shepard in, in Mass Effect looking all happy. No, you got to look tough and mean. Yeah, but, but this is Mickey. You know, Mickey's supposed to be goofy and, you know, no, kind that's of... goofy. Well, yeah, that is goofy. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> As someone who grew up in a very Disney-heavy household, like my mom is ludicrously into Disney. I could probably yep. recite damn near every word from every song from every movie oh, like just wow. seeing all these lost and for 
Yeah. <laughs> Just seeing all these lost and forgotten characters coming to the forefront in this game is really exciting for me. And see, I grew up on Disney as well. Obviously, everybody did. Um, but to me, that wasn't something that... It, that I was looking forward to in this game. And in fact, it was something that I thought would come out as corny, kind of like, see, I'm not a huge um, Kingdom Hearts fan. I, I hate to say it. I mean, it looks like fun, but the idea of the Final Fantasy and the, the Disney together, to me, comes off as corny. And, and it, I, I don't know, I'm not as crazy about it. Um, but when I started seeing more of this now, thanks to E3, now I'm way more interested. The... Um, the the painting and the removing of things is actually something that I like. I think it's it adds a whole new dimension to the game. What they're talking about with your choices having consequences, well, duh, we've talked about that how many times on this show, that it's something we want to see in more games. So to me, that means great. I, I'm looking forward to that. And then these little side quests into the scrollers, like Joe was saying, that's awesome. Like they only showed one and now like I kept thinking about was like, okay, well, what else are we talking about now? What else are they going to put in as scrollers that you're going to be looking forward to the next one kind of thing? So it is a game that up until I started seeing more, uh, especially with Sony and whatnot, I was, it, it blew me away in terms of E3 up until that point. Vince, what did you see during the uh, Nintendo that really knocked you back? Um, aside from the 3DS, which, holy crap, give me one now. I <laughs> I really, really loved the Donkey Kong Country Returns. Yes, yes can't that's, wait what, that's what that I was going to say. Dude, I was nuts for that game. I have the, the, the banana yellow cartridge and the green Nintendo 64 still, man. <laughs> I own like oh, six wow. different versions of that game between Nintendo 64 and Game Boy Advance and WiiWare. I have enough versions of that game to you know, make my own at this point. Yeah, because at the time it was such an innovative game, too. I mean, you really didn't have many games like it. And it, God, that was such a blast. I love, love, love that game. So I was really excited about that coming back as well. Yeah. As soon as they started playing the music, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Donkey Kong. Yep. <laughs> Give me Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. <laughs> and and, yeah, uh, the two I'm in the minority oh. here. When I was talking with Joe, I was saying I'm actually ambivalent towards it. And I played it when it first came out. And I remember playing it. And it was never an IP that really did anything for me. Wow. See, and that's really funny because I was watching, um, I, not only was I watching the feeds, but I also over the last week, I went over through a bunch of different reviews from other sites, um, like uh, game uh, game trailers with the Nintendo nerd in particular, because I wanted to see his take on uh, uh, the Nintendo stuff. And he even reported that the two largest lines for Nintendo, uh, the largest of the entire E3 was for the Nintendo 3DS. Um, and the second largest was actually for Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> to watch the uh the trailer and stuff so yeah oh, wow. i don't know yeah so i mean that, that that gives you an idea of how much nostalgia counts for uh as well as cutting edge technology and handhelds i mean those those are the big showings for nintendo this year and i'm i'm pretty pleased with them so. okay so what did everybody think about goldeneye now i am not impressed that it's not brosden uh, i'm really not impressed that it's not brosden yeah, as, as soon as i saw daniel craig i was like no, no I, I, that really? had a bit of and it's nothing no. against craig i really no. i I like no. I like Craig. I liked him in the movies. He did a very, very good job. In fact, as a Bond, just from a cinematic point of view, if you're watching the movies, as much as I liked the Brosnan Bond movies, they're fun and cheeky and everything, I think that Craig's was far more believable, and I liked yes. his character, the way he did it, far, far more. But in the game, in GoldenEye, if you played the original... 
for a metric fuck ton of hours, you want Brosnan in there. Yeah, I, I'm, I think I might be taking a stand against you and Vince here, and I don't know if Kim's going to join me or not, but I'm okay with it being Craig. I honestly am, because the game itself is being updated. Why not update the Bond while you're at it? We don't know the decisions behind them picking Craig. They didn't say anything about it. I haven't been able to find anything about it, but I'm okay with it. I liked his character. I liked the way he sounded as Bond, and I like the fact that he's actually doing the voice work for the remake. So, I mean, I'm okay with that. I really am. And I mean, it could be something with contractual obligations that kept Brosnan from, you know, participating in the remake or re-recording for it. So why not take the next best thing? And that is Craig, who has been probably the best Bond uh, in recent memory. I mean, I I will always love Sean Connery's Bond, don't get me wrong. Uh, And he's no Timothy Dalton, but I mean, it's Daniel Craig who played an amazing Bond. Why not give him the opportunity to have a game? I don't know. Do you guys play Quantum of Solace, the the, uh, the video game at all? Actually, no, I didn't. No, I have not played that one. It's actually a lot of fun, and the the way that the character interacts, the way the voice acting is, is actually really fun. He did a great job there, so why not? And I, I like it. I think it was pretty good. But I think See, it has to do with the IP. Sorry, Vince, you can go in a second. No, go, I, no absolutely. Go ahead. I don't. I think it just has to do with that. Not. I shouldn't say the IP because the IP is Bond, but with Golden Eye specifically. I think that, again, if you spent any number of time uh, as playing the original, as I did, like we played with the kids so much, it was absolutely insane. The four player parties and paintball and everything. And and we I, I know that at least me and one of the kids, if not two, finished it as well. It just it's Brosnan. That game is Brosnan as much as, again, I like Craig and I'm sure he'll do a good job. I think that GoldenEye, by, by mere virtue of the fact that it was Brosnan who did GoldenEye, it's a Brosnan game. Yeah, like regardless of how much you like Craig or how much you like Brosnan, how would you feel if they had Daniel Craig starring in a, you know, Dr. No game? Like it would just not be right. And uh, I'd be OK with it. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's different because for one thing, I hated Brosnan as Bond. He, Thank you. I, I just hated him. So I, I didn't really play the game much because I didn't like him. You know, if you don't like the character, it's like, ah, whatever. So, you know, I may play this one more because I love Daniel Craig. But the character of Brosnan in the game. Yeah, but I don't game? care about that that much you know it's it i guess because i didn't play it that's what i'm saying but if you if you actually that's the difference yeah but if you actually played through it you would see that um regardless of how you feel about brosnan the actor his voice work worked for the game and the character Mm -hmm. was didn't have the same quite the same attitude as him on 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 screen kind of thing it's really hard to explain but it was certainly one of those games that um like many games in its time, in its time, it was the shooter. It was the game to play for first-person shooter, and uh, and and it stood the test of time as well for quite a while. But it was that time, and so if you played it a ton in that time, looking at it now, you're like, uh, there might be a little residual protectiveness from us kind of like no 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 you're you're straying a little farther than you should here and choosing someone different for the voice is huge or to point blank choose a new bond is huge 
that's a great point because you know they've Goldeneye came out how long ago? Like forever ago. I mean, I was still in school, so it had to have been a freaking lifetime ago. But they've been trying to recapture the majesty of Goldeneye for a decade now, and they've realized that okay, we whatever for whatever reason we can't get the formula right the same way it was. So let's just make the same game again. Let's go for that. Yeah, but part of it was legality of the IP as well. Wow. Still, they, so, it, it, they, they, they finally realized that, you know, they, for whatever reason, they can't seem to make a good Bond game ooh, again. So they're just by the way, 97. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was well so again, it, that's not to say that I'm not looking forward to it or that I think it won't be good. I am really mu- looking forward to it. And being that I do like Craig, maybe he'll do a phenomenal job. But going back again to my opinions of the original, I don't think it will be any better. So, and the, and you would hope that as a sequel or as a remake or reboot that it would be hoping for at least as good, if not better. And who knows? It may surprise us too. Um, first announcement that Nintendo had as well was of course Zelda, which I mean, I, I know we're big Zelda fans here for the most part. Hilarious. I'm sorry. (laughs) But yeah, the whole thing (laughs) with the Wi-Fi. Yes. The, the (laughs) little jabs at jobs was pretty funny. Um, and I'm, I'm really hoping that that was in fact the case. Where in because there were too many Wi-Fi signals, it was screwing up the the Wiimote and all that. Because I was getting a little worried when you're watching him doing all these motions that they're they're selling as what's important about this game, and it's not working. Okay, <laughs> that one I'll I'll say I am going to say that I believe that it really was the case because I've seen Bluetooth yeah. mess up my connection. Um, but also when I was watching through some of the other reviews, uh, people were playing it and it was one to one. It was actually really spot on with the Wii Motion Plus. So I, I really think that it's going to be phenomenal and I can't wait to get my hands on it. Really? So you're you're ready to stand up and, and be swinging and, and everything yep. like that through the whole game? You did, could sit did down you play, and do that. Did, did you oh. play Twilight? Did you play Twilight Princess? Yeah, but did you, did you I not swing I, during that game. I didn't like it though. I I do not. I'm not one of the motion people. I have not got on board, and I kind of wonder. Gosh, am I just resisting it? And I'm I'm old now, and you know I'm just like old fogey or something. But I just I just can't get the hang of it. I just don't. There, it doesn't feel right in my hands. You know, like a controller does. Yeah. There, no. No. I understand that completely. There are certain games though that that transcend my need to be a vegetable while playing a game and and (laughs) zelda is one of them um for the most part though i will get a game uh for another system as long as i don't have to wave my hands around but zelda is one that i will make an exception for see well i'm definitely gonna get it i mean there's no question about it you can't not get zelda i mean you can play it sitting down as well though like i i played the other one sitting down and didn't have any problems it's it's all upper body it's not like you have to be doing a connect thing where you're kicking and jumping like a fool and what it, what it comes down for me and you know again like everybody i love zelda just adding in the motion control for me personally i i gotta agree i'm not a motion control person it's overcomplicating a very simple formula which has always been my love for zelda it's very simple you know two three buttons and you just have a bunch of fun and over over complicating it with all these weird motions you got to do while it still may be fun it doesn't follow the same formula that I've loved for so many years. Okay, well, let's look at what's being added then. What's being added is the ability to have the, the shield, quote-unquote shield, and then that beetle, and then the bow and bow and arrow thing. The whip. Uh, 
Oh, that's right in the whip. So yeah, I mean, I guess they are introducing quite a bit more. Um, but then there was no indication made of the um, the slingshot, was there? Yes, yes, there was. They showed there was? the slingshot. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, my feed was going a little wonky at that point, too. Um, so, yeah, I guess there are a few new things, but the, it's not like they're overly complicated things that they're adding, though. Uh, well, they may not be overly complicated there, and I kind of understand what Vince is saying, but even then, I mean, is it any different than them adding a stupid dog form to the last game? And I mean, I still love that game, even though I hated being a fucking dog, and I still <laughs> played the shit out of that game. So, I mean, just just apples and oranges here. As long as they don't turn me into a dog, I'm happy. I'll keep playing it. I think they're going to be simplifying it more than the last one. I, I think just, I agree with you. It just comes down to my distaste for motion control in general is what it is, probably. Mm. All right. Well, the motion controls yeah. aside, then. Well, let's talk about another Zelda game that we heard about coming out. It's, exactly. it's on the Giggity. list. Yeah. <laughs> Ocarina of Time remake for the 3DS. Go. Yes. <laughs> is that there really anything that needs to awesome. be said? Yes. Uh, yes, the, the 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 salivation that is coming out of my mouth right now for for this game is ridiculous. I I loved that game. We did last year's games of the year and games of the decade. They were on my list. Um, I can't wait to have this on my 3ds because I will have a 3ds day one. Trust me, and I will have Ocarina of Time the minute it's available. And I can't wait. Well, seriously, let's look at what's coming out here. You're going to have that and you're going to have Kid Icarus coming out for the, the 3DS oh God, right yes. away. Really, there's not going to be any need for any other game for a while on there because I'll be playing both of those. And the, the did you see the game support list? That, oh my God. Uh, the, the developer support <laughs> list that Nintendo has pulled out. Okay, now I was talking with, with Chris Kirby about this uh, uh, a little bit last week, Wednesday, I want to say. Um, and we were talking about it. I'm sorry, Hudson's back on the list. Did you guys see that? Hudson. I missed that one. <laughs> Hudson is back on the list. Like all these old school Nintendo developers are back on the list developing for the 3DS. People we haven't heard from in years that have been doing like weird little tiny side projects are back on the list for developing for the 3DS platform. Everybody's intrigued by it. Hold that thought. We we lost someone. Either that or she hung Dull. up. <laughs> You bunch of Can idiots. You, you don't know what you're talking about. So let's just bring her back. If she'll come back. This seems to be a common issue with our female guests. No, no, Roger They hang up hang, on you? Roger didn't hang up on this one. No, yeah. <laughs> She's been behaving. So that wasn't me. I don't know what happened there, Kim, but that was not me. Oh, I thought I'd said something really bad and I was like crying over here. But You're banned. <laughs> banned from the show. You don't Telling like you all the motion control. Get out of here. It doesn't take a lot, really. To ask around. <laughs> oh, no. I got to be careful here, huh? He's, can't, he's, he's rather cantankerous. It's kind of funny. Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay, I'll just agree with you from now on. Okay? That is typically the safest way to go. Let's be honest. All right. I know so, where to go then. Oh, Jesus. You're setting me up. That was far too easy. Uh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Okay, um, going back to the games that we're expecting as well, uh, like you were listing all of the different devs that are going to be working on the 3D, um, 3DS games. Um, again, we've got, on top of that, the 3D movies that they're going to be putting on, which, I don't know, yes, it sounds um, gimmicky, 
but I still would love to see some of those games in 3D. And I'm an adult. I know damn well my kids would love to watch it as well. And then the cameras being able to take pictures in 3D as well, which yes. if done properly is freaking cool. Well, uh, we were on Tipua yesterday with Mike Schramm, and he said that he had um, actually demoed it with, you know, of course, one of the gorgeous booth babes there. And um, he said it's really, really cool. He said it, it really looked like a 3D type picture. So where which, did the, where was the focus is what I'm thinking with him? Because if it's a 3D <laughs> picture, I'm thinking I can picture what he focused on. Hmm, I I don't know. Probably her hands or something. You if know, it, if it was, the, it's it's Mike Schramm. It's probably yeah. something odd. If it was know. the probably is like the spot right between right between her eyes. You know, you never know. <laughs> if it was the chick from the picture with with iced tea, yeah, I know what he was focusing on. Yeah, he said all the Nintendo 3DS girls because they all of them. Everyone you went and played, there was a girl standing there holding it. He said they were all incredibly hot. Incredibly <laughs> that's a, hot. Really? That's surprising. I never yeah, would yeah, have pictured that at all. Really? That's yeah. man. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if you guys are interested in the movies as well. Uh, on a three and a half inch screen, uh, I guess I'm getting a little up in age because no, I don't want to stare at a three and a half inch screen for 90 <laughs> minutes. Dude, I watched all of Battlestar Galactica on my iPhone. And I mean, there's a, a series that screams epic big screen. And yet mm -hmm. I still found it to be really enjoyable on a smaller screen. As long as your eyes aren't terrible, it's still good. And I mean, when you're talking about, especially like they've got Disney DreamWorks and Warner Brothers that are going to be making movies in 3D for this thing. Um if you're looking at animated shows that are much crisper, their lines are crisp and things like that, these shows stand to be really, really quite enjoyable. But it's not something you're going to be able to watch with somebody else because of the field, the 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 viewing field kind of thing is much more limited. Yeah, as with so many things on the DS, that's one of those wait until I get my hands on it decisions. Like hopefully I'll be able to download some trailers or something for it and see it, try it before I buy it. Well. I, I don't know how accurate this is, but I heard a little rumor through the, the grapevine from a couple of people that there may actually be like, uh, you know how like Sony and, and Microsoft have trucks uh, and the trucks are pretty much mobile game stations that they just load up consoles with the latest stuff, uh, huge screen TVs and just go around, drive around to different areas and kind of do stuff like that. Um, just display their new wares. Rumor has it Nintendo might be trying to do something similar with the 3DS before release. Let me give them my address then. Yeah, they better be coming to Dallas, man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. That said, I mean, I am excited for the movies. As a person who does a lot of traveling, movies good. I like, well, I like do you do you have another form of movies like an iPad or or something like that? Because, I mean, I do too. I travel a lot, and I used to have my PSP, and I had my iPhone, and I had a little my laptop, of course. Um, but the iPad is just so incredible for movies that I, I'm not sure if I could go back to like a 3D or right. you know a 3DS. See, the problem with me is I don't have anything like that, and I don't really have any intention to jump at the bit to go buy one. Like, uh, I'm not really going to go buy an iPad. I have. Uh, unless yet. they come up with not a yet. Magic the Gathering game. If they do, then maybe. <laughs> um, but as it stands right now, I'm not going to drop $500 just to go, you know, watch movies on it, which is pretty much what I would do at this point. I already have a laptop. I have stuff like that, so I don't really need one. Nice. Whereas I'm going to have... 
uh, I'm going to have my 3D, my, my Nintendo DS, my, my PSP, my iPhone with me wherever I go, um, especially when I'm going to be on a plane. So something like this appeals to me because I'm still going to want to play games. And if I can toss a movie on there, just like I did with my iPhone, I mean, halfway from here to California, and I mean, I'm in New York, so a long ass flight. Uh, half the time I'm watching Clerks and the other half the time I'm watching uh, Empire Records. And then when I'm done with that, I'm playing a couple games, you know, so it works out well for me. And so people like that, I can see it really appealing to. Did they say what the battery life would be on the 3DS? Because I mean, right now on the on the just DS, it's it's really good. You can go forever on it. But I wonder with the 3D and and doing movies on it, if it would affect it. I'm thinking it probably will, unless they're using a better battery, because that upper screen is actually two. Um, they're they're projecting two images mm-hmm. to be able to get the 3D effect. Um, there was they put out the specs on it as well too, and they were saying how it works. So that alone is going to be using up more battery. However, batteries have changed along the way. If they're using a new uh, a way of putting their batteries in or a different battery type, it's possible that it'll last a little longer. So I think that's going to have to be one of those things where they time it once it's actually out and review and see what it is. Um, the other thing with the 3DS as well is, of course, that there is a rumor that you may be able to install games to it. Now, mm-hmm. how much credibility is on that with that? Who knows? But it, um, it, it'll it be good because there'll be, for some people, you'll be less likely to then want to buy a cartridge wherein you can put ripped copies because you'll be able to put several games on it which is what a lot of people want whereas it will then make it easier for people then to hack it to be able to put a whole bunch of ripped off games well i don't know if you know this but hacking a nintendo ds involves a 20 dollar data card and inserting said card into the thing and that's it that's exactly. all there is to it yeah no it's nothing but i, I mean i think this falls in line with what we we're talking about earlier with digital distribution gaining mainstream status i mean look at the psp uh, i don't know the exact numbers on it but when they hit the psp go they actually moved a lot of titles right over the psn uh, the playstation network uh directly to it more so than they sold in physical units i believe um look at what we're doing we talk about all the games we buy off of steam you know things like that um even xbox uh, with microsoft is getting on it with they have their direct direct to drive games that you can purchase so I think it will actually matter that uh, you can just have the game whenever you have uh, any sort of inkling for it. You know, I want to get this game. I don't feel like going to store. Oh, I'll just click a button. Here it is. So it kind of kind of goes along the line with that instant gratification that uh, people are so so in tune with. Yeah, case in point, I mean, this this weekend I watched the trailer for Portal 2 for the seventh time and went, hmm, I want to play Portal 1 again. I could go over to the computer and play it, but let me just download it on Xbox Live right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can can never have too many copies. No, never, ever. And if there was... Puzzle Quest, too. And that was the line of the entire E3, that Mm -hmm. that we can put our differences behind us for science, you monster. You monster. That was the line (laughs) of E3, bar none. Well, since we're already talking about Sony stuff, should we switch over? No, not yet. Not yet. Just let me run down the list, see if anybody's got anything to say about anything else. Uh, I doubt anybody cares about Mario Sports Mix very much or the Wii Party. Yeah, just mm-hmm. dance. We already know that Kim doesn't like to dance, so nobody mm-hmm. cares. The Golden no. Sun for the DS looked good. I'm looking yes. forward to that. Yeah. Okay. Um, what did you guys think about Kirby Epic Yarn? Bad that looks title. so 
fun. I have one <laughs> bad title, fun game. Bad, I, I will give it bad There's title, fun game. There's nothing epic about Yarn, though. I just can't get behind it. I, I, and I like the Kirby game, but Yarn, really? Did you did yeah. you play Paper Mario at all? Yes, ever? but I, I, did you did you like Paper Mario to a certain degree? But it wasn't yarn. I don't know. There's something about the yarn it's, as a, it's the same okay. principle though, and that's what I kind of yeah. like about it. I, I, I do too. I really liked just how they use the yarn. You know, they you would see that it has a snag, and you could pull the you know you could pull it, and it would close it. And there were so many cool elements that they were actually using the yarn. And I, I thought it was really cool. And it looks just fun. It looks like one of those games you could just pick up and, and you don't have to think about a lot. You can just have fun playing it. Yeah, I'm going to come out like- here on, you know, public podcasting <laughs> and say, I love Kirby. I mean, ever since Nightmare <laughs> in Dreamland on the NES, I've been a Kirby fan. And it just looks so much fun. When you see Kirby as the giant tank shooting out missiles, I, I'm hooked. I'm there. Thank you. He's just so cute. Aww. So cute. Who, Vince or Kirby? Both. <laughs> okay. Both, of course. <laughs> we had uh, Dragon Quest Nine as well for the DS. Yes. Um, yeah. Very we talked about it last week. Yeah, I, I know. You can't wait. <laughs> it comes out, what, like next week or something? To- I don't have the date. Very, very soon. Not, Not soon, soon enough, enough apparently. Vince, yeah. No. <laughs> And then we had Metroid, uh, Metroid Other M, which really didn't show much different than the other Metroid games. Except for the third person edition. I mean, I think that was a nice touch. Yeah. Because no, I, I find myself enjoying third person shooters a lot more than first person shooters these days. So. Oh, yeah. It, it looks good. Not to say it doesn't. It's just there's not a whole lot of innovation. So it was kind of hard yeah. to get excited about. Metroid has gotten to the point where you put in out, out any game with it, people are going to buy it regardless. But yeah, it's time for something fresh in the franchise okay. that we haven't seen since the GameCube and the first Metroid Prime. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so- but I know what you guys are excited about. Oh, the oh. Wii Vitality Sensor. I mean, come <laughs> that on. was last year. Holy crap! I'm so excited for this to come out. Oh man. Did we time warp? I think we did. I think we did. <laughs> No, she just got her her wires crossed at the Ubisoft uh, oh, oh, conference. Wait, 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 wait. No. Oh, yeah. and they're absolutely identical product. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Okay, let's move, let's move on to uh, to Sony. Sony knows how to put on one hell of a show. Like this, there was. It they was, stole the show this year. It was much more enjoyable. Uh, bringing out Kevin Butler was a piece of genius, mm-hmm. and it was yeah. just a much more f- much funner show. That being said, they also had a lot of things that that were fantastic, but a couple of duds as well. So let's run through Sony now. There was, of course, all the 3D talk, which is all well and good, but really, unless you're willing to fork over thousands for new TVs and glasses, means jack shit to us. So that is kind of out of the equation for us. I don't know if, Kim, you're planning on buying a new TV anytime soon? No, 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 no. So frankly, I have zero interest in the 3D on the PS3. I, I have an interest, but I'm not oh, really? going to I, sell I my car to be able to buy a new TV <laughs> and glasses. So I just bought a new TV. Exactly. Like we most people right now, because of the drop in the price of plasmas and LCDs, have now been moving up and getting bigger screen TVs. So there hasn't been enough time that's passed since that. And now with the 3D TVs, so like there's no way in hell that I would be upgrading a TV because again, I just got these. They work fine. They look fantastic. No, not going to happen. 
I agree. It's it's too much of a major investment to really take full advantage of. So it was kind of a moot point to me. It's like, oh, yeah. oh, the PS3s are in 3D. Oh boy. And then it's just like, yeah, whatever. I don't really give a shit. Yeah. I don't think anybody did. I, I have not heard one person who was like excited about 3D on the PS3. Nobody. Well, it's it's, it's, it's hard to be excited. Again, yeah, it's I something so. that I I think it would be cool. Granted, would I want to see everything in 3D? No, because it, it does after a while start to give you a headache kind of thing. So some games, for sure, I can see it being a lot of fun. Like the Killzone 3, they did the whole trailer thing. Yeah, I can see it being fun. But would I want to be sitting down for hours? 3D with glasses? No, definitely no. not. Yeah. Well, like and the then 3D. what about those poor people who are sitting beside you watching you game? I don't yeah. know if, you know, your wives <laughs> yeah. ever do it or, you know, friends ever watch you play, but it it would be useless to them. They could not do it unless they had glasses, too. And the 3D kind of cements, at least for me, Sony's uh, niche as the premium boutique console like in my opinion the 360 is where you go for the most games the wii is where you go for all the fun and family play and the ps3 is where you go for the coolest technology that they can't really use quite right yet (laughs) oh i don't know that that's right anymore there's a lot of new games now for the ps3 that are um that are fun that anybody can play i mean right now let's be honest the 360 is more about shooter games than anything else but again, it's it's all personal and based upon the pure library, if I had to choose between the two, the 360 is where the most games I personally want to play lie. See, and I would say that until until I saw the Sony press release at the C3. Like at this point, Roger will tell you I'm sitting there on AIM <laughs> talking with him. Oh, yeah. Now I'm definitely I'm, buying I'm, one. I'm behaving because this kid's there, so I didn't swear or curse. Thank you. <laughs> um, but point. yeah, I, I have wanted to buy a ps3 kind of for a while and this just cemented the deal just by the games that are coming out for it if nothing else um i don't know if we're gonna move past killzone because killzone was kind of cool uh, you can tell the uh, audience was kind of kind of into it but like roger said I, I can't see myself with glasses on playing this game for a long time uh grand theft auto 5 oh, being released in 3d yeah. is i don't care about the 3d but that's one hell of an ip i cannot wait for that to come out I will, I will say I've, I have a lot of faith in Rockstar games, especially after playing through Red Dead Redemption. Um, I mean, they do a lot of good stuff, and I can't wait to see what they do for Grand Theft Auto V. That, that definitely had me salivating. I can't wait for that one. Grand Turismo. Not Grand Theft Auto. I'm sorry, Grand Turismo. Excuse me. What the hell's wrong with you? No. I'll believe Sorry, guys. You, yeah. A little bit too much to drink there. Yeah, no, you're way off. No, Gran Turismo (laughs) 5. And no, that was fantastic. I mean, that kicks in. (laughs) Yeah, we're, I'm still playing occasionally (laughs) three and it still looks fantastic. And when you're seeing some of the stuff in five, it is unbelievable. And I like racing games. I really do. And a good racing game is as long as they can, as long as they can have um, something that feels natural, that's not too hard to control and it looks gorgeous i mean it's a win-win but like i mean when you're looking at the racing games that microsoft was showing which i mean you've got the equivalent of a mario kart with the joyride and then forza which doesn't allow you to speed up or slow down um gt5 has got it in the bag after nine years in development or however long it's been <laughs> hey look at how long we're waiting for different games right now case in point star wars um you know what Fine. If that's how long it's going to take, finally, when it comes out, it'll be worth it. And I have a feeling this will be. 
Yeah, as someone well, who prefers at- the more, more arcadey racers, uh, you can take your Grand, Grand Turismo and I'll be perfectly oh, happy I with will. split You seconds. don't even have a PS3. Shut up. Sorry, Kim, <laughs> you were going to say shortly. <laughs> Sounds like Joe. Isn't it time to go visit Tart? Yeah. No, no, Tart. I don't know what happened to your PS3, really. Oh, she's, yeah, it's going to be stolen. Don't worry. <laughs> Sorry, Kim, you were going to say. I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> let's move right along then. I'm sorry. <laughs> let's let's move on to the move. Okay, yeah, there was a lot of again, so we've got the uh, connect for the uh, uh for Microsoft. <laughs> Nintendo didn't even have to bother. <laughs> Been there done that, so they don't care anymore about that. But Sony had to do a lot with the move. Now a lot of these games are going to have move functionality if you want. The the investment for the move is going to be hefty initially yeah i mean you're talking about 50 bucks for your popsicle thing your snow Mm -hmm. cone and then the navigation nunchuck thing is another 30 although they're saying you're going to be able to use your six axis controller as a nunchuck however that's going to be some goddamn uncomfortable to game yeah (laughs) really my god really why not just stick a brick in my hand instead it'll be more comfortable uh and then you also need your psi so you're looking at a lot of money for or if you're getting several, um, like if you're playing with anybody else. Plus, when you're looking at like the, the what's the name of that Fight Club game? Whatever that one is, they're using two move controllers. Like, oh, you, Jesus. You're, it's going to add up pretty fast. <laughs> and everybody's it's talking the, trash about the Connect price that we haven't even confirmed yet. Yeah. But it's the same thing we saw with, with the initial response of the price of controllers for the Wii. Um, when the Wii was first released, people were, you know, $50 for one piece of machinery, you know, $30 for the nunchuck. Screw this noise. And, you know, just went off on it. But people still paid for it. Uh, people are still paying for it. Uh, and people are still paying $20 to add the Wii, the, the Wii Motion Plus. Uh, I mean, so, I mean, it's there. I mean, the the people will buy it. And I'll be perfectly honest, I will be one of those people when it comes to the, the PlayStation Move. Uh, just seeing the demos for it and to the price point, yeah, I understand it's expensive. It's a, it's an investment. Fine, I get that. But seeing the demo for it, seeing how it interacted with Tiger Woods PGA Tour 11, just seeing how the, the the club rotated with the wrist movement and showing that you actually had to have a real golf swing in order to to, to play the game uh, just impressed the hell out of me. That sort of responsiveness. Um, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but when I saw that, I was I was giddy, <laughs> and I'm like, wow, it's actually motion control that matters. See, I for me it was when they did uh, they showed sorcery, and we were chatting while that was going on. Had anybody told me that I'd be impressed with a Harry Potter type game, which I really don't like that IP at all. Oh my god, I was watching this sorcery game, thinking, oh my god, I want to play that. It yes. looks like a blast when you're doing your little whirlwind and crap and all that stuff. It just looked like a lot of fun, and it looked where like the um it, it was a game where the move made sense where it would well, make sense to have that that motion control for this type of game see and and what impressed me about sorcery and really blew me away uh, was probably the same thing that I think you commented on too is he's not just wandering around the screen like a little psychotic maniac it's the character is making real motions one-to-one motions to the to the person doing it and, and is taking these taking these motions and then turning them into heroic poses so it's like this this slight variation of what you do uh, versus what we've seen with some of the other ones where it's like, 
I don't know if you guys have been to the Palladium. Have you ever been to one of the uh, the Sega Palladiums anywhere? No. No. Okay. They have these giant booths, okay? And the booths are giant motion capture things. You stand in the middle, and it, most of them have fighting games, and it's you versus another person, and it's like Tekken. And you have to punch and kick to try to get your character to do it. Um, but the pr- movements you have to do are so precise and so wacky that it doesn't even friggin' matter. Uh, with watching what they did with sorcery, it was just kind of cool. And it's, it's also intuitive because you want to aim at something you just point at it you, you want to zap something okay fling fling the, the the little ice cream cone at it you know and it's also kind of cool because what made me really happy was the combining of the firewall and the whirlwind yeah. and seeing <laughs> stuff like that just seeing like you being able to do that type of thing that type of weird wacky thing in the game and have it look reasonable and cool instead of completely off the damn wall yeah, I was sold. I was sold watching Sorcery. I was like, at that point, I think I said to Roger, God damn it, I need to buy a PS3 now or Steel Darts. <laughs> See, the the thing that I preferred about this versus the Kinect is like you're saying too, the Kinect is the full body thing. Uh, it's obvious to anybody who listens to the podcast, like I got bad knees. Like if the knee surgery comes through, great, I'll be bouncing around like crazy. Until then, it ain't gonna happen. So a game like this where I can be sitting down and playing, and yes, I'm doing all the motions with my arms and whatnot, but I don't have to be doing the heroic poses and jumping around and yet still within the game the avatar does have that heroic persona kind of thing so you feel like hey this is much deeper than it appears because i'm just on the couch winging my arms around i like that i like that they translated it appropriately so that i don't have to be the one jumping around like a mad fool like we saw everybody else doing with the connect well and they said the connect you will be able to sit down for some games but still i think there you, you need more motion for the connect than you do for this because this you can use your wrist versus using your your full arms or your full body for the connect so i think that's where i see the difference between the two between the move and the connect in yeah, the in con- that in the motion yeah, the Connect by far is the better technology, the more revolutionary, but the move is just using the technology they have far better for playing games. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. And I'm going to get the move. I have um, my main console is the, the PS3, so I'll definitely get it. Um, I don't know which game. Sorcery is definitely one of the games I'll get. I, I agree with you guys on that, but I'm not sure about the other ones. Well, let's move on from there. Then we had, uh, next up, they talked about Heroes on the Move, which if you like the Ratchet and Clank and Dexter and all those, seems like a, a fun little game. I know my son's going to have a blast playing that. Um, next after that, we had Kevin Butler took the stage, which was epic and hilarious. <laughs> he did a great yeah. job. It's something that when you watch Microsoft's press release as well as Nintendo, their speakers are terrible. They were just terrible and i know that they want to get people who are actually working on stuff to talk about it but you know what you want people talking about your games that are personable that can get through a sentence without screwing it up who aren't quite (laughs) obviously reading cue cards you know teleprompters sony did a good job at that i mean they're old hats at doing this kind of thing entertainment wise so their presenters were much more natural and bringing in kevin butler Stroke of genius. He had the crowd going in the palm of his hand. When they started playing the epic music at the end, when he's talking, you're going, oh, my God. Yeah, that was awesome. It <laughs> was they really, they, fantastic. They owned, 
Yeah, they owned the show at E3. As far as presentations go from developers, Sony won, if nothing else, just by Kevin Butler alone. That made me so happy. I can't even tell you. I mean, I understand that he's just the guy from the commercials or whatever. Those commercials are well done. I mean, they are. Sony's PR department, uh, their their ad department is phenomenal. They really, I mean... uh, they're great commercials and to have him come out on the show and just sit there and just the look on his face. I mean, that, that little, that a little sly smirk with the, you know, his sleeves rolled up. I mean, it's just like, he just owned it. He just stared at everybody and everybody in the palm of his hands. So, I mean, it, it wrecked everybody else's presentation by far. Now that being said though, that's all we're going to be getting in terms of PSP is just more marketing now because there isn't a new PSP. It's just oh, let's yeah. market the crap out of the existing five one. years late. <clears throat> yeah, well yeah. <laughs> hey, we're finally getting some good games for it. God of War. Uh, the first God of War was so short. short. The one on the PSP it was four hours of gameplay for a forty dollar game. That was ridiculous. Well, yeah, it really is, but yeah. Who cares? It's got a war. <laughs> love, I got, love him. I got three words for you with the PSP. And finally, I can almost justify my purchase of one several years ago. The third birthday. Mm-hmm. Finally, a yes. new Parasite Eve. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Which they completely blew. Like they could have said, hey, Parasite Eve, the third birthday. And the crowd would have gone nuts. But they just said the third birthday. And we went, what, what the hell is that? <laughs> and then you saw it. And then you saw the trailer for it. And you just saw people go, oh, which made me very happy. <laughs> We're also getting in another Kingdom Hearts for it, Tron, um, a whole bunch of new titles. Um, although, 70 titles by December. Yeah, it's kind of hard to be excited about Tetris, though. Come on, people. Really? Yeah, like I'm supposed to be excited about that? that? Man, when they uh, listed that among all the other titles, like, it was sandwiched in there too. It was like epic, epic, epic Tetris, epic, epic. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Back up, back up! Man. Did he just say Tetris? I think I heard a Tetris on there. I've got the yeah. screen cap. Um, yeah, but there are some good games. But again, it's it's disappointing because really they need to reboot this hardware and soon. And the go wasn't the reboot they needed. No. So yeah. you're at an E3 where Nintendo is going to blow the handheld market away. Don't even bother talking about your PSP because talking about, you know, whole new marketing blitz. Please, you're insulting our intelligence. Like, now you're going to tell us it's a great console. That's all marketing is. No, it's not worth it. And I I can say that because literally I bought mine on retail day one. I still have a fat and never even hacked the damn thing. I bought games for it. And uh, now you can ask me how long it's been since it's been on. It's been a damn long time. So, yeah, they can bring out some good games. Yeah, if there's some good games, fine. I'm all for that. But it's... At this point, you'd start feeling like it is a little too late. Yeah, it's it's now a distant third in the handheld market between a behind a fucking phone. I mean, oh, yeah. throw in the towel, <laughs> give it up, stop trying. So, do you, none of you guys have a PSP Go? No, yeah. new. No, I have a regular PSP <laughs> Fat that I've I've hacked. I have yeah. a PSP One Thousand. Okay, I would I never get the I Go. I do too. Yeah, mine's super old. In fact, I had to um, switch over my Wi-Fi router to handle the B, the you know eight hundred two eleven B, just to update the stupid things. So yeah, I'm I'm there with you guys. <laughs> hey, well, it has WEP protocol. Go that. <laughs> hey, hey, that's okay. Yes. The Nintendo DS still can't handle WPA. Just saying. Yeah. Well, so no, it, the <laughs> new one will. The 3DS will. 
if it doesn't, I will fly out. And well, it will, but the problem is going to be in. that the hardware will be able to handle it, but the games may not necessarily still be able to. I just want to be able to connect to my damn router. Well, tell me about it. it. No, trust me. I, I hear you. Okay, let's just forget okay, about... wait, 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 wait. Before we go on, I do have one huge complaint about the 3DS. Okay. 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 It, do, it does not come in pink. Well, we don't know the colors yet. <laughs> yet. yet. They, they haven't well, even yet. announced the colors. But but you know it's not going to come out in pink the first day. Really? You know oh, it I'm because sure they're well. going to hold yeah, that just, just black and six, white probably six months down the line. Oh, so that, I'll have to buy a that. damn red one. The red one looks and then, hot. And then six months down the line, they'll come out with a pink one, and I'll have no. to go buy that damn thing. Yes, no, you know no. that's going to happen. The red you know one that. looks fantastic. Oh, we hey. need a pink one. I love my pink awesome. DS. <laughs> You would probably got some star point. No, picture I, I, on to it. be perfectly honest, I don't have the pink one. I have the Hannah Montana purple. You <laughs> are awesome epic. Chef. That's what you are, lad. <laughs> okay, do you guys need to fill your drinks or are we going to keep going? I'm good. Uh, yeah, I could use a break. Okay, we're going to take a two minute break and then we're going to come back. We're not done with Sony yet. <laughs> We've got some more Sony news to go on right now. We we talked about our dissatisfaction with the PSP news. There was also the PSN news, which was interesting <laughs> because in the same breath, 
that Jack Trenton slams Microsoft for charging $50 for the live gold, he announces the Plus membership, which is, <laughs> check it out, $49.99 a year. Now, granted, there's going to be some similarities and dissimilarities in terms of what you can expect from both of these $50 memberships, but the fact remains... It's a plus membership that's going to allow mm-hmm. you to do more. Had he just come out and said, listen, you're still going to be able to do everything you are now, but if you want these extras, it's going to cost you 50 bucks. Don't slam Microsoft in the same breath. <laughs> that was, oh my God, that was ridiculous. You know what? Working for a cable company, I see it all the time between the different competitions. So it's just kind of hilarious to see it happen in the game industry, especially with the PlayStation between Sony and Microsoft. For Sony, for what was their biggest pitch of the PlayStation 3? Never have to pay for the goods. Yeah. Always going to have the online support for free. And now all of a sudden they're sticking it to the man by saying, or sticking it to the, the gamers by saying, yep, pay the man 50 bucks, get all your premium stuff. Well, the thing too, where they're saying, oh, you're going to get some, some, some demos and all that, well, I can get demos now and they're free. For free so life. are you saying that now I'm not going to be able to get as many demos and, and you're going to hold some back and just put those in the, so any good demos are going to be part of this premium membership plus? Oh God, can you that, imagine oh, if they tried to, tra- tried to charge me for War for Cybertron demo? I would freaking murder somebody <laughs> but that's what that's where it's going because they're gonna have yeah. to hold back some of the demos because it's some premium demos are going to be part of this membership plus so you damn well know it's going to be the good games are going to be held back you know what then again it's it's all about how you're selling it if you're just going to say listen we're going the sony uh, the 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 microsoft route and this is it it's going to be 50 bucks all right fine whatever i'm not happy about it but it was bound to happen but Mm -hmm. it was poorly done yeah, call it call it like it is. Just say, hey, we'd like to deliver a premium service, but it's going to be a premium price for it. Yeah, I can understand that. Sorry, can I have no problem. Fifty bucks. All right. So, uh, are you guys going to get this? No, uh, I'm going to have to see first just how premium premium is going to be. Um, That's me too. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I, I, I like that they keeping the. Um, existing PSN free, how much they take away from it is yet to be seen. But I'm, if, if it's worth it, I'll, I'll pay it. You know, the auto downloads, I'm not sure what that exactly is. Is that, um, that it's going to, when you go on, it's going to sense everything that needs to be updated and update it. In terms um, of your games, I think it's probably yeah. going to scan whatever games you've played on your system and then auto update them on the fly. Yeah, and that might suck depending on your network. You know, I mean, there's got to be a point that you say, I'm going to turn that off or on. But I don't know if it it just depends on how much value this really is and how much they take away from the existing PSN. I'm fine if they just say, yeah, you can you can play online for free. That that's okay. Yeah, I see. I enjoy getting the uh, the demos on the PS3, same as with I the 360. Too. So if if they're going to be holding back triple-A titles that I really do want to play the demos before I put down a lot of money on a game that I may not even like. Like, playing demos has saved me a lot of money on games that I was sold. I'm buying this retail day one. Oh, I tried the demo, and it's like, eh, I really don't like this at all. I I like being able to play the demos. Um, So, if again, if they're going to be holding back a lot of the really good demos, I, I don't have a problem with the $50 
live one. I understand the bandwidth thing. I understand that everything has a cost. So, okay, fine. Yeah, maybe it's too much and you're ripping us off. Fine, whatever. But when you break it down to a monthly thing, it's really not a huge deal. So if this is going to be the same thing, fine. But I want to know just how much is on there. Because right now, the PSN network, like, I mean, there's quite a bit there. It's I, As it stands, I like it. So it's going to depend on what they're adding to that. Yeah, and that, that's really my my sticking point with it too. Is like you're going to have to take something away because the PlayStation Network is rather robust. Um, there's a lot of things you can do between uh, your movies and things like that. Like right now, um, just to give a comparison point, in order to stream Netflix over the Xbox Live, you have to have the gold membership. You can't do it with the silver membership. So right now with the PlayStation Network, you don't. So I'm wondering if that's like one of the services that'll be moved over to premium stuff like that. I mean, it just it's it's kind. I'm kind of leery to see what exactly they're going to cut away in order to make up the cost. And that's that was that's what worries me. Yeah, I mean, since day one, Microsoft hasn't, you know, waffled on it. They said, hey, it's 50 bucks, take it or leave it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Sony's big thing has been, hey, yeah, we're free. Great. Come come and get it. But, (laughs) you know, yeah, they, they really, really have to come out big to really make it worth the extra 50 bucks All without, I know is, without, without screwing their already free customers that, that throwing in core plus, is not going to do it no no that, that playstation <laughs> that playstation plus better make me a margarita and a sandwich while i'm playing a game in order to justify that 50 dollars. because i'm sorry oh, that right would now, be awesome see, see i know i but could I mean, think of much more awesome but we're not going <laughs> to go there <laughs> <laughs> much more awesome <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, They were talking about some updates to the home as well, which, you know what? I went into the home when it first came out. I didn't like it. I did think it was... I thought it was cool, though, that they put the entire E3 booth in home so that you can mm-hmm. virtually go through it. I Did I do it, though? No. Why? Because I hate going into home. I, I really don't like it. Um, and then from there, they went on to Little Big Planet 2, which I don't know if you played this, Kim, the first one. I, I did. loved Little Big Planet. My son I and I did. played the crap out of that. He still plays it and makes levels all the time. So this here, being able to play and make any type of game, like they were making platformers, RPGs, shooters, real-time strategy games. How mm-hmm. cool is that? And not just one level, but a game. In terms of just the fun that you can have playing it, that's one thing but in terms of like if you are the type of person who is um making games or whatever you're looking at this now as a storyboarding tool that you can create a rough draft of something that maybe you're going to be working on just as a proof of concept kind of thing to see if it's going to work the possibilities are pretty endless here yeah i mean it's great all the things you can do with it i just i have to point out the fact that hey sony's always been about cutting edge technology we have blu-ray we have the best graphics we have you know, metal gear solid kill zone and fucking Sackboy has become the selling point for the company <laughs> nothing wrong with that i just find it hilarious and not being a ps3 person i'm just going to step away for the rest of this conversation <laughs> well it's not just Sackboy. it's it's that you can make those those levels and it's just incredible how freeing it is you know it it really is you can just go anywhere and um you can go to levels just to get achievements which is awesome because i love achievements (laughs) (laughs) 
And people make levels just for achievements. So I, yeah, I'm super excited about this. I'm not one who makes levels. I just go play those levels. So I enjoy that other people make these very creative and outrageous things for you to go do. And I just love it. And he's so damn cute. I got a little sack boy too. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing with this game too, is that the game really lives a lot longer than what is put onto the disc. Just because there are so many levels that are created by other people like we've played a ton of levels and the thing too is that when you give tools like this to people the creative people the the really truly talented people they come up with shit that the team never would have thought of to put on this some of the levels that we have played have been unbelievable so much fun and again these are people that don't work for for sony or anybody they it, it's it's really you're putting the tools in the hands of people who can do incredible things and then when you it's the second one is going to be that much stronger than the first one and now it's not going to be just people who are interested in doing platformers but anything i think that it's interesting because we were talking about this a couple episodes it was the last episode or episode before when we were talking about the uh, the dragon age video the, the the machinima that came out yeah and we we're talking about how the tools that are coming out for games are being used to greater effect. Uh, Torchlight has a development kit that people have been using, and there's there's an entire community for downloadable levels that you can get uh, that are absolutely phenomenal and breathe new life into that game. Um, there's the Dragon Age editor, which allows you to create wonderful masterpieces. Um, I mean, we've even saw it as early as Neverwinter Nights with the development kit that they had there, that players are making entire campaigns uh, that were never even considered uh, by the original developers. And to see something uh, uh, that, that's been m- mostly written off, I'll say, by the original group of people that were scoffing at, at uh, Little Big Planet, and there was a group that was, that was pretty much, what the hell am I going to do with it? To see such powerful tools put into the hands of just people uh, is awesome, especially because stuff like this is what generates interest in the next generation of game developers. Kids that grow up with this type of stuff see this and say, hey, I could do this for a living. I have a ton of fun doing this. And then we have some amazing games that come out later in life. So, I mean, just to see all the different variety of, of things that are created uh, through the Little Big Planet 2 engine. I mean, that, what they did, that was uh, the 24 hours to create a game, I think was what they said on the uh, the presentation, yeah. right? Yep. The stuff that they came up with in that 24 hours is absolutely phenomenal. In 24 hours, uh, like you said, the real-time strategy blew me away. I never even fathomed that little big planet was going to have that capability, let alone, you know, to the depth that it did with the different units and, and resources and things like that. I mean, I'm thoroughly impressed with this game. I'm thoroughly impressed with the developers giving uh, the people that purchased this game that much power uh, and basically basically allowing the community to to thrive around this so i'm 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 excited i can't wait i want to get my hands on it and i want to make levels i just want to design stuff i can't wait (laughs) well you have to tell us what levels you design so we can go play them because that's that's really what i enjoy seeing the creativity of other people out there because i'm not a creative person so i love seeing that out there yeah okay Let's move on from there. Uh, we also had um, the EA show with Medal of Honor, which though yeah. I don't play a lot of those, it, this had some really amazing, especially multiplayer. The maps looked insane. Uh, uh, it, just, I'm sorry to interrupt you there. No, 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 when no, it comes ahead. to the multiplayer, as someone who has played a lot of other modern shooters multiplayer, I got to tell you the one map that they showed off, they're like, hey, this is our awesome multiplayer map. 
it was almost pixel for pixel a modern warfare 2 map they just replaced the big airplane with a big tank yeah so, going on okay no i haven't played that one so i wouldn't have been able to tell um but it's not a game that i'm actually that thrilled about anyway so doesn't didn't really do much for me um we also had dead space 2 that they did the, yes, uh, live yes. Demo for. <laughs> <laughs> we love dead space I I can't wait, and I love the fact that it has move support. This makes me happy. <laughs> Dead Space is one of my biggest surprises this generation. I'm so glad I picked it up for twenty bucks, and now I'll buy the sequel for sixty. Yep, actually, it was just on <laughs> sale to a couple it. of days ago. It was on sale on Steam for a few bucks. I actually picked it up. Do it. <laughs> I need to get it, that. It's worth purchasing. It. Find it and purchase it. It's awesome. Okay, uh, let's move on from there. Next up, <laughs> yeah, okay, we covered everything. Um, to me, the biggest surprise at E3 was yeah. Gabe Newell taking the stage for Sony. He has done nothing Oof. but slam them and come out quite nervously as well and talk about Steam support as well as Portal 2 on uh, the PS3. Not just that, but saying that it's going to be the best version will be on the PS3. Now, that's all well and good. The big thing, though, was that Steam support yes. on PS3. Mm-hmm. That was phenomenal, and that's what really blew me away about it. Besides, you know, Gabe Newell taking the stage in support of Sony, uh, which was kind of a heart attack for a lot of people. I, I get that. But seeing that Steam Steam. Steam is coming to a console system. We are starting to see the beginnings of the gap uh, being bridged between consoles and PCs. If I can transfer my achievements, my logins, and my saves between the PC and the PlayStation, can you imagine the possibilities? I mean, that opens up a whole new level of gaming for everybody. I mean, how many times have we, I mean, we were talking about when Steam came out for the Mac and how that was absolutely phenomenal uh, and be able to transfer your saves over and things like that. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens, how deep it goes, you know, because I mean, it is, it's the beginnings of that. It's the beginnings of a potential evolution. And it is, yeah. And like they're saying in the audience, yes, it is Steamworks. We know it's not not just Steam, Um, but it is that step in the right direction. And it is a step in bridging that gap between the two. Now, how much is going to be done? Really, they didn't say too much. A lot of this is our hopes and dreams of what we can (laughs) expect, hopefully down the line. There's no reason why it cannot be done. When Gabe Newell talks, nerds listen. Mm. (laughs) And then they'll add Real ID from Blizzard into it, and it'll just be this big, (laughs) huge thing. All right. uh, You're going to message me in my Gears of War from your StarCraft (laughs) 2. After that, we had Final Fantasy XIV. They actually took some time to talk about that as well. As the Final Fantasy <laughs> online guy, I got to say, the more I see this game, the less excited I am. Wait, wait, uh, Vince, I have to ask, did you have the exact same feeling that I had when I just looked at it and said, oh, it's Final Fantasy 11 again? Yeah, when they showed off the new upgraded battle system, I went, wow, that's awful. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, I'm sorely disappointed. 
well, we can cross one off the list mm-hmm. of games that I have to buy this. That's year, good probably. because that list is pretty goddamn long, especially oh, yeah. when it comes up to when it comes to MMOs. You know what? If yeah. we can cross some of those off, that's why I know damn well we're not crossing off Star Wars: The Old Republic after that trailer that came out at E3. Oh no! So, oh no! <laughs> uh, what else we saw? We saw the trailer for Assassin's Creed Brotherhood and some ugh, information about ugh. the. Ugh, 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 okay. Ugh. <laughs> I hated Assassin's Creed. I I just hated that game so How? much. I don't, I don't I, know. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you a gamer? I know. I know. It's it's no like Dragon Nicole Age. not liking Dragon Age. You know. I, I seriously, I I cannot I, stand. I'm unsubscribing from Ladies of Leet right now. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I understand. Assassin's Creed that One was kind of honky. Did you even try like Assassin's Creed Two? I did. I did. I I own the stupid game, and I cannot stand it for some reason. I it's just not a game that it drew me in at all. I just hated. I hated that game. You <sighs> see now, now. Now that I've caught up on some other games, I was slogging through like my couple hundred hours in dragon age mm-hmm. i finally started playing assassin's creed 2 last week so now i'm really looking forward to brotherhood because at first i was like oh brotherhood why are they going back to Ezio?" you know a lot of the the what drew me into the assassin's creed franchise was hey it's great they can you know jump around all these different time periods that it's never going to be the same thing twice and i was like wow they're they're going back to the renaissance they're going back to Ezio. they they've cast away the thing that most interested me in the franchise and yet they're doing something completely new <laughs> and i think it's cool that you know theoretically in between proper sequels where you know assassin's creed 3 could take place anywhere they're expanding upon this this character that they've created that while maybe initially he was only planned to star in one game the character itself has grown beyond that and I will say Assassin's Creed 2 with Ezio uh, was some of the most difficult platforming I have ever experienced in a video game. Oh, I, I love those Assassin's Creed. I absolutely loved it. I absolutely <laughs> loved the difficulty. I love the fact that I wanted to throw my controller at the screen several times because I'm, I was, so I'm sitting there. I'm like, wow, this game really got its hooks in me. And I can't wait to play Brotherhood. I'm really excited for that. And that multiplayer looks awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay, save your disgust. <laughs> Are you guys like gonna hang up on me now? <laughs> Not yet, but the audience no. is suggesting we do. Oh, no. Come on, guys. Come okay, on. You've offended. You've offended the Daniel, which yeah. is fine because oh, I guess yeah. Vince does it all the time. So. Uh, we all saw right. the sequel for Infamous Nicole as well. Nicole loved it. Nicole loved it. Okay, Infamous. I'm excited. We also about. saw the. Okay. All right. Well, go ahead Ugh. then. <laughs> I'm too distracted by people hating me right now. <laughs> well, it's one guy. Yeah, he, he, You'll get used to it in this he's, crowd. He's much of an ass. Don't worry about it. So, I really like my co-hosts. So, yeah. <laughs> so you're excited about the sequel for Infamous, though? I am. I, I really liked Infamous. I liked the gameplay of it and just the whole story. It was really cool. Um, and I'm, I'm glad that they're expanding on what they've already done. So you're not going to lose anything. Um, it, they're, but they're, they're adding more to it. So it looks pretty cool. See, uh, I didn't play much the of the first one because I played prototype instead. They came out mm-hmm. at the same time and prototype was so far in a way, a better game, um, that I never oh, really? bothered with infamous afterwards. Oh. Same here. I, I infinitely preferred prototype with what you could do. Um, I mean, 
the problem that I had with Infamous was it had a uh, a very horrible sort of moral system that really didn't count for much, even though it was totally no, one of the selling points of the game. You know, it's like people live or die by our hand and it will have an impact on the game. Yeah, it really didn't. No, it and, didn't. That's and, true. And, and after being spoiled uh, with, you know, like Dragon Age and Mass Effect and having games where our decisions make consequences or have long lasting consequences, I was very disappointed looking back at stuff like Infamous. And it also seemed very one dimensional. And uh, to me, the first Infamous, when I played it, I played about an hour's worth of it. And it felt very much to me like electric Spider-Man. And <laughs> yeah. And when I was looking at it, I was like, well, I'll just go play Spider-Man Web of Shadows. And that was a better game. You know, so, I mean, to me, I'm not as excited about Infamous 2. And I, I mean, I can kind of see where there would be, you know, better. It's, you know, evolved. They're going to open up the system. But it seems to me like they're pretty much doing the stuff that was done already in prototype. And instead of having a very memorable character and Vince and I said the same thing at the same time, it's generic <laughs> hero 13 generic. I mean, he just looks like somebody you would just find on like an old 8 bit cartridge uh, somewhere like posted on there. I mean, it's just this is not really identifiable right now you know what i liked about it though is sometimes i like to play games where i can just kind of relax and and go through the game and i'm not really invested in it and i'm not um engaged in it so much that it's like taxing my brain and i think that's really kind of what infamous did for me it was it Ah. was kind of a a just mindless game that i could play and enjoy but but you can go back to Tetris on the PSP. If you <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> but it's not like Mass Effect and Mass Effect Two, where you're very engaged in the game and you're you're engaged in the character and you feel a part of it and you know you're on the whole time and so you're you're not relaxing at all. I I think this was kind of a relaxing game for me. Okay, but I don't I think, think I- it was supposed to be that. It, no, it, it, it was supposed wasn't. to, <laughs> you know, that there's, that's two different things. If a game is being touted as being something that's that going to immerse true. you and it's going to be gripping and everything. And you're like, I play it when I don't feel like thinking they <laughs> failed somewhere along the way. They there's a dev so that should have something cut off because they <laughs> failed. <laughs> okay. And of course, Sony did end with the big twisted metal. Yes. And uh, <laughs> some people are fairly excited about that. It, it does okay. look awesome. I mean, of course, if you've played the, the first two, you're very excited about this. But in and of itself, even, it looks like a lot of fun, especially the multiplayer stuff that they showed looked like a blast. See, and, and, and there's this big question, and, and, and Doug said it in the, the channel here. He said, can a combat game really, car combat game really exist in 2010? I yeah. think so. Yes. I absolutely think so, because it, it's it been how long since we've had something like this? It has been how long since Twisted Metal 2 came out? I mean, PlayStation 1, Twisted Metal 2, I mean, we're talking, uh, what, tw- almost 15 years now longer than goldeneye long longer than goldeneye <laughs> yeah. it's a it's a fresh injection into into the the gaming industry it's something that we haven't seen in so long and they're adding so much cooler shit the objective multiplayer oh my god that's so sick oh god that was awesome uh i mean these have so many cool things in store for it and i like the idea i absolutely like the idea that it continues on from the original game i mean we don't have we we have sweet tooth but we have the cult of sweet tooth and that's 
ridiculous to see a bunch of like you know gangers dressed up like clowns it just made me think of the jokers from batman beyond and i just instantly fell in love with it so yeah um i don't know i was very very happy with the announcement of it and they drove a giant ice cream truck on stage (laughs) (laughs) i didn't play the first one but this this really interested me so uh, this one looked cool i'm excited about this but the split screen still, I don't like split screen. Do you guys? Uh, you know, I can kind of see that it working, especially now with as uh, I, I can't remember where I was reading the article. It might have been like consumer reports or whatever. The average size of uh, uh, the main TV in a home has increased 10 inches in the last year. Oh, yeah. So I, you're adding so much more real estate that people are playing on. It's not too uncommon to walk into a house and see a 50 inch plasma because it's like 600 bucks. You know, you're not it, it's 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 not too uncommon to see that so split screen works a whole lot better than now yeah no i played monostorm um pacific split screen with my uh, my son and had a blast with it not a problem i mean let's be honest here i was playing uh, going back again to goldeneye split four <laughs> on yes. like a small like freaking for a while <laughs> seriously we had, we had TV split four we had yes we had yeah. a 14 inch, inch we had a inch color. Yeah, we had a 14 four. inch yeah ours was 14 inch and it was split four <laughs> ways and we played with the kids and it was a blast it's again a lot of it is you know you're not getting all the intricacies but it's the fun of the game and yeah. that's something that this game is all about it's the fun of the game and again like he's saying right now with the size of TVs the way they are. I don't mind one bit splitting the screen so that I could play with somebody beside me. In fact, it would be a blast to do that. And it's not too long ago that we were hauling our micro our, our, our Xboxes to land parties and splitting <laughs> screens either. Just gonna that throw true. that out there. Yeah, very true. Very true. I don't know. I just it's so distracting for me that I it it's hard for me to get back into the mode of split screen. So even like Borderlands, you know, we're playing a lot of split screen in Borderlands and it, it took me a long time to get used to that. That's, well, okay. Borderlands, Borderlands is its own whole mess. We won't get back into that. Hey, hey, hey there's a lot of stuff we loved about that game. Shut mess, up. Mess. Oh, oh I'm going to hang up on I you I will guys. sick Dan on you. <laughs> Yeah. Joe wasn't in our Borderlands special episode, so we'll, right. let, we'll let him slide. He, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, heaven forbid I should have to fix a couple of things. Um, so that was it for Sony. Now, from there, we had, of course, all of the other devs that were showing off the stuff. I mean, we had Witcher 2. Um, yes. There was Hunted. Mm-hmm. There was, uh, what else? Obviously, the Bioware stuff, which we talked mm-hmm. some about last week. Awesome stuff. Uh, yeah. Warhammer 40K stuff. Like, yes. what was some of the other stuff that uh, really drew you in, Kim? Well, okay, so I just bought an Xbox 360 about two weeks ago. And you're and returning I it? it. <laughs> yeah. I returned it because <laughs> I am getting a new Xbox. So that was uh, seriously my highlight. I was jumping up and down, and that day I saw it, I took my Xbox back and said, here you go, I'm returning it. I want this non-red circle yeah, but now it's got a red Excellent. eye. There's no difference. Yeah. Still, there's still yeah, red yeah, around yeah, the power yeah. button. <laughs> the red eye of death. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I am I am like thrilled to get my Xbox here in a couple of weeks. I'm just, I, I can't wait to get it. So that is, and and my 3DAs, I'm, I'm excited. 
they did a complete <laughs> breakdown of the slim as well on um i can't remember what site it was um and they looked at all the chip architecture and and, and things like that and it it does look like it should be more reliable than the original which I mean, it should, at this point, it should stand to reason that, yes, it better damn well be more reliable well, and not as prone to... It'll look good in my to... living room. With this <laughs> new box, oh my gosh, it, it matches all my rest of my stuff, and it'll look awesome like, in my oh living room. Like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's like, so oh awesome. God. It just, like, matches everything. <laughs> my, my... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so you got, like, the comedy relief of Ladies Elite. You didn't get, like, the really lead girls. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say my my biggest gripe with the, the the 360 slim is i'm not sold on this this whole promised pipe dream of no more red rings hey, like no, you no. said they'll have a red it's, eye now red eye yeah it, it's guaranteed to no more red rings because well, they have a red, the red lights yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but i mean it's just like you can't uh, the third the 360 the 360 arcade uh everything Besides the elite was guaranteed the red ring at some point. It's not a question of if it was a question of when it always was. Um, the elite fixed some of the problems and said, well, it may red ring. It may not. Uh, it extended your chances of actually not getting a red ring. So now you're talking about uh, taking the same technology, cramming it into a small, but it's box. not the same technology. It, That's it, the thing. There, no, 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 no. If you didn't read it, then don't, don't be spouting shit. You don't know nothing about it's actually different architecture in some ways i mean again they they changed the main processor and graphic processor on board stuff it is actually some different architecture on it and if you do the research then you'll tell me not to stop spouting off of the mouth because the the heat output of those devices that they're putting in there is marginally less than the previous equipment that they've been using and it's also using a lot less power as well there's a lot of factors there's, there's, here to 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 be taking into consideration i'm not I'm, saying i'm certainly not coming to microsoft's defense let's not let's not take is, it out the wrong all way i'm saying is until i see it until i see exactly exactly how much they have fixed the airflow and fixed the heat and power consumption. I won't believe it. Yeah. But they've taken their really bad design and turned it into slightly less bad design. Yeah. yeah. And again, I'm not coming to their defense. It's crappy I'm architecture any way you like it. But it is, I'm I think I it is going to be thing. better yeah. for, oh, somebody's just drunk and getting all defensive now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so anyways it's going to be interesting down the road once we get to see just how better it is um but i think based on what we've seen it is better there's no denying it's better than what's there now mm -hmm. so and the heat dissipation should be better than what we have in the closed off existing case as it stands um, apart from that, we of course had the uh, the news as well. From we didn't have a lot on Fable, which some people may think was a good thing. I mean, we got <laughs> yeah. a screener and we got some screenshots, and that was pretty much the end of it. Um, I'm okay with that. There was the Fallout Online was announced at the same time as well, so that's mm -hmm. kind of cool. MMO and Fallout Universe, if you're used to, if you're you're into that. There was Civ Five, Civilization Five, which looked awesome, which just looked fantastic. Um, the Grinder as well. Again, was there anything else you boys were really thrilled about? I was actually really excited about The Witcher 2 and Warhammer 40K more than anything probably else this year. Um, and I will honestly say, because The Witcher, if you haven't played it, is a phenomenal game. Uh, if you can get the European version, uh, of course, because the American version is censored all to hell. Uh, but the original release was just a fun 
amazingly well-designed game and i can't take i can't wait to take a look at the second one and warhammer 40k dark millennium online i want more this game is very much range centric it's an mmo and i can't wait to see how it's handled i can't wait to see how it, it, it takes what we know about mmos and updates it or turns it on its ear because it has to deal so much with ranged combat and balancing cover and everything else i can't wait so do you think it'll be, finally be the wow killer well okay i, I don't believe in, <laughs> i don't believe in the term wow killer i think we're past that point i think mm-hmm. M- i think mmos as a general are moving up into their own niches um i was talking about this with a bunch of guys at work including one of the guys that, that i'm doing the the video game with on the side here um we're talking about it v- the, the mmos have, have come into their own where they're their own niches you have your rpg mmo uh you have your action mmo which Terra is going to fall somewhere in the middle there uh, you have your traditional mmos which is like wow whatever quest and then you have stuff like this which is turning into a science fiction ranged master mmo and it's, it's, it's they're not dying there's no more killing it because it's going to be around regardless these games are going to be around with each other forever as long as somebody is there to play it i mean look how long everquest lasted i mean there's still yeah, people that play the original everquest wow was not the everquest killer it's still alive it's just people have a different game to play in a different niche and that's what i think is happening and warhammer 40k is carving out its own little niche among all the other uh, other MMOs out there, and I think that's what we're going to see. I think we're going to see this diversification of MMOs, and this is going to have its own little own little steel grip on ranged combat, possibly. Yeah. Yes. And so coming coming out of E3, there's aside from everything we've obviously already mentioned, there are three games that grasp my attention. First of all, like you mentioned, Roger, is the Grinder, which I didn't even see at E3. It was kind of over the weekend. Hey, here's the stuff you missed, which is the spiritual successor to Hunter the Reckoning, which I played the hell out of. And it's, you know, the next generation Gauntlet Legends game that we haven't seen in a long time because the last Gauntlet game was pretty awful. Uh, We saw Rage, which is the new game from id Software, which just looks phenomenal. And when I saw the demo for it, I thought it was running on a high-end PC with you know mm. everything turned up to max. And they said, oh, no, this, this is the 360 version. I, my jaw hit the floor with such force, I had to go see the dentist after that one. <laughs> and, then, and then the third for me was Vanquish, which is a third-person Gears of War-style action shooter from the creators of Mad World and Bayonetta. And it's just so over-the-top awesome. As a person who never really got into Gears of War because at the timing I bought my Xbox and, you know, there's always another game to play, this game really captured my interest because it just looked ridiculous with his shoulder jets and his wheels on his legs and (laughs) insanity. If you've played Bayonetta, you know the insanity to expect from this game. Yeah, I loved Bayonetta. I thought it was so great with the over the top and Vanquish definitely looks pretty cool in that regard. And apparently it is using the same uh, same graphic engine as Bayonetta. So it is going to be very pretty. So. Which is all that matters. So we just we just want it, stuff that looks nice. Exactly. But nobody has has mentioned the game that I'm most excited about. Professor Layton is coming out oh, with another game. Yes. <laughs> I mean, come on, you guys. The ideas that went through my head when I thought of Professor Layton in 3D, I was like, yes, <laughs> give me that now. <laughs> I love, love, love Professor Layton. That is just such a fun, a fun game. That and, you know, Phoenix Wright, of course. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's attorney. <laughs> Taught me how to be a true gentleman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't finish the first level, did you? 
I, I got halfway through. You, I, and you still got some while to go, yeah. That puzzle is so still, damn hard. Vince still <laughs> randomly stands up at his desk and screams objection while pointing his hand at the air. <laughs> you know what? That sucker came out for I, the I iPhone, a... but it hasn't come out for the iPad yet. And I, I refuse know. to buy it until it comes out for the iPad. But I got it for the the iPhone um, iPad, and um, it you've got to like sit there and press the button and press the button and press the button. It it I didn't like it as much as on the DS version, so I don't know. It need it needs some work before it comes out on the iPad. And I I do have a little keychain that has Phoenix Wright with his arm outstretched. <laughs> All right, you just want some cred back. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> You redeemed yourself so far. We'll, we'll, we'll strike off the Dragon Age. Part. All right. It, it didn't take much. A keychain is all it took. See, we're easy yeah. going. All right. With that, we're going to actually wrap up the show for this evening. Thanks to everybody in the audience who came and listened. We are going to have a nice feature from a man, Chris, who's going to be talking about his opinions on handheld stuff for E3. So I'm very much looking forward to you guys listening to that. The episode will be out for you tomorrow. And make sure to be listening next week, 645 p.m. Eastern Time. Take care, guys. This is Kirby with the Handheld Minute with the E3 Roundup. First off, Microsoft. Sony told us the PSP still has cool looking games and the PSP Go is still being sold so people please buy it. When I watched the Sony press conference, the PSP presentation said to me, hey, PSP is still here. If you love the PSP, E3 gave you more games that you love to play. The upcoming list is Kingdom Hearts, God of War, Metal Gear Solid, and a few interesting RPG games, one including a childhood favorite of mine, Wise. What I loved, Nintendo, the 3DS. This is an awesome looking system. While 3D has never perked my interest before, I can't wait till I can get my hands on one of these to test it out. Personally, I don't expect to get the system just for the 3D. I expect to get it for the games I can play, aided by the fact that it is more powerful than the DS. And with games like Kid Icarus and the developer Hudson making a return, they are making a strong push to continue their dominance in the handheld market. Nintendo also had the most normal gamer guys on stage. This is a press conference filled with people you would likely find at a bar rather than in front of a video game console. Which, when you look at it, E3, it was mostly about getting those non-gamers into the market, so it makes sense. During Sony's presentation, Gabe Newell entered the stage, and it felt like a comic breaking the fourth wall. I stopped for a moment and said, this guy is a gamer. For Nintendo, I felt like all of them were gamers. Finally, when we look at Nintendo, we normally think clean, pretty, and kid-friendly games. The lineup of games we saw for the 3DS showed a Solid Snake, Resident Evil, and some Tom Clancy titles, definitely something appealing to adults. The games we saw at E3 for the Nintendo DS I expect to play and give reviews on later this year, so listen up to hear for those games, and I'll give you the nitty gritty of whether it was good or whether it was not. This has been Kirby with the Handheld Minute. Good day. FYI, Vince has been drinking. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Like me on our first drunk tank or like me on our second drunk tank? Because that was worse than the second one. <laughs> I don't know. This boys. should be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> don't be scared. <laughs> oh, you've been busy with uh, promo images, huh? 
I made a couple today because I need to you know, obviously get more with Vince's name in them. Yeah. So <laughs> people are gonna like keep looking at who the fuck is this Rick guy? Who's Enrique? What the hell? <laughs> is that a nickname they have for Vince? Because <laughs> if so, it's very insulting. <laughs> Even when he's not here, I can take pot shots. Ah, the love is still there. <laughs> Yeah, just make sure you do all of your Origins playthroughs before Awakenings, because in Awakenings, you're so freaking overpowered, you won't want to go back to Origins. It's true. It's so true. I need I need the Liliana downloadable content. They said that you get a special bonus when you go into Awakening, and it damn well better be her in that game, because I fucking hate Nathaniel Howe. I would love, I love never Nathaniel. Be able to... The guy was awesome. I hated him. Hello? Because Alistair tick off because he's a he's a bitch and um, and so but I mean the bastard took off with all my gear which I knew he was going to take off but I thought there might be an opportunity at some point to pause and then get all of his gear off of him I didn't realize how fast he took off and because there was no fight with Loghain it was just like it, it took off the bastard so I was really not happy about that that's why I made sure. Go ahead, Joe. I was going to say, that's why I made sure, like, at the end, because I knew it was coming, I just made sure he had the crappiest gear ever. Oh, well, I was going to take it off of him. I even considered going back to an earlier save, just so I could keep it, and then I said, <laughs> ah, screw it. But he's got all my, my freaking Mass Effect 2 tie-in gear on him and stuff that is not the best gear. I mean, it's, what, Tier 5 or Tier 6? But still, it looks freaking pimp. And he bastard took off with that in a nice shield that I had and, and sword and rings and amulet. I was some pissed at the bastard. I almost suggested that they kill him when they're saying you're going to die. I was like, you're damn right, because the bastard's taken off with my gear. He deserves to die. Sorry, Kim, we're trouncing all over you there. How are you doing? Oh, no, no, no. You guys go right ahead. <laughs> we're about to start the show. We're just talking about some Dragon Age Origins beforehand. You're talking about what? Dragon Age Origins. Ah, oh, I have not played that game. Oh, oh, see, I'm going to have to hang up on you right now. Like right now. Oh, my God. Are you guys going to kick me off the show now? <laughs> I, I thought we were bringing someone on the show that actually gamed. I figured that was the purpose of the Ladies of Leet was talking about gaming. Well, Nicole played it, and she hated it. Um, oh. So I'm like, eh, I don't know if I want to play it then, you know? <laughs> How could she hate it? I, she thought it was boring. Oh. I don't know why. Oh. But, then we have, but we did have Veronica on the show just to kind of like balance it out, and those two duped it out on the show. So, I'm know. sending Nicole a message right now, <laughs> saying, "You suck for not loving D A O. Take that." She, it's she has heard that so many times. <laughs> So many times, the poor thing. <laughs> we got hate mail for it. What? You didn't have Dragon Age? What? You're crazy. Fair's fair. Yeah. I love hate mail. Hate mail is awesome. Yeah. We, yeah, we it's not like you don't. Much, thank goodness. I get so much hate mail. It's awesome. Because <laughs> yeah. you're so easy to hate. I know. Well, it's when you don't know what you're talking about, you get tons Clearly. of hate mail. Clearly. We get stupid hate mail like you don't like the Wii. Why don't you like the Wii? The Wii's awesome. That is like our number one complaint is that we don't like the Wii and people complain <laughs> that we don't like the Wii. And I'm like, oh, shut up already about the damn Wii. <laughs> but didn't you hear from their press release? It's such an awesome gaming system. It is. It's such an awesome exercise kid playing system. 
I, what do I want to play these for? Dance, you know? Woo I don't want to dance. <laughs> I get drunk, go to a club. Yeah, exactly. I've <laughs> seen you dance, brother. Really, avoid the club. No, you have not. <laughs> I've seen the video online. <laughs> there was one short video. There'll be a better video this year than BlizzCon. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got my wine here, so and right. if I need more, I'll just you know whistle for my husband and he'll get it for me. Oh, that's sweet. That's like his Very job. <laughs> as long as he gets paid, darling. All right, go fill your drinks. Okay. I had the four with Olive to bring the bottle with me. Oh, yeah. I got to call my husband. Oh, I even heard the finger snap there. <laughs> How awesome is that? He's probably upstairs playing his silly little... What does he play? He plays some silly game online that um, it's a... Um, wow. The real time. <laughs> no, no, he does not Some play wow. Silly little game. No, it's um, Ebony online. Oh, don't tell me he doesn't play that. No, no, <laughs> it's Ebony. 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 Yeah, oh my me. god, that's the one that they use for their marketing blitz is the fairly chesty women yeah. that has nothing to do with the game, but that's what they used for their marketing. Yeah, my husband's not a gamer, poor thing. So he's. So he saw I, an I ad and he thought, that looks <laughs> awesome! I want to play that game. Yeah, yeah, poor Can guy. Can I play as her? <laughs> Can I play with her? Yeah. Does this minute. woman play this game? If so, I'm sold. We have more to do, more to go over. So much more. So much awesome. So much awesome. Wait, wait, wait. Why, why does Dan love me? I'm a little concerned. <laughs> I don't know, but be, be, be very afraid and run. Run very fast. Uh, don't have to run that fast. <laughs> Ouch. Wow. Wow. Dude, you made my soul hurt. That was not cool at all. You're a miserable drunk, aren't you? <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Apparently. Dan, 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 we will hold him still for you. Just beat the shit out of him. It's fine. Man. Yeah. yeah, that hurt, man. That hurt. I mean, you're making Hoogs look like a decent human being. That takes work. Yep, this is true. This is very true. I mean, you, I get messages from Mark all day long about how he's going to try to steal my girlfriend and how I'm half a man, stuff like that. But you wow. make him seem like a saint. Wow. Well, it's credit. There's half truth there. Hey, I'm short, yes. but I'm well built. Thank right. you. Oh my god, just this a... was so much fun. Thank you guys we just so get much. A drunk tank in on time. Yes. Well, I, no, no, not on time. It's uh well, it's, it's a good close, 20 okay. minutes late, but still it's uh, nobody no, it's nobody beat anybody else up verbally, so that's we're good. You have the Excellent. reject of the I, show. I will be attending probably all the parties cuz they have free booze. Well, so. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's where they all go. I mean, I remember last year um, getting drunk with what's her name from the guild, um, the fat girl. They? Oh, okay. Yes, okay. yes. <laughs> she was so much fun, man. And she's the outtakes so material nice. just keep coming. <laughs> she's, she's so nice, and she's an awesome drunk. I know. I love that girl, man. She was the best. She was the best. <laughs> And I learned, I don't know if you guys know, but it was on the guild. Um, I was like in their little section where they had like the worst guildy submissions. And I was I was one of those people. And Aww. I just learned like two, two days before I went, or no, it was the day I was going to BlizzCon that I had won. And, you know, they said, oh, you're going to be on the show. And I was like, ah! 
<laughs> so I was like talking to her and she's like, oh, you're the girl who talks really fast, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's me. And we're like all drunk together. It was a blast. <laughs> Robin. Her name's Robin. Yes. Oh, I don't even remember that. <laughs> Apparently, Rick, Rick wakes up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat, and it's yeah. and he's holding his bum. I've been playing Twin Blades on the iPad. Um, yes. I don't know if you guys have tried that, because it's on the 360 as well, and on the iPhone. Like, they did some updates, because initially it was just zombie slasher kind of thing, but now there's, a, like, a story behind it. It's hilarious. You're like this scantily clad, zombie-killing lesbian nun. It's awesome. Ooh. It's just so freaking <laughs> awesome. That looks, that, that's so much like the game that's uh, on Adult Swim. I know, okay, I don't know what that is. <laughs> the zombie, like zombie stripper apocalypse. That was. That's exactly. It's almost oh, exactly like it. This is stripper awesome. with, neuro, with none. I mean. I love it. I actually finished it. The final boss was just so hard. I, I wanted to toss my iPad. It was like, oh, but I finally beat him. But it was awesome. You said hard with a nun. Yes. You didn't see her. Even though she's a little manga thing, you got to see it. You want to tear that habit out, let me tell you. So classy. I love yeah. it. Mexican standoff at the beginning yes. is yes. awesome. But I hate being the freaking miners, man. Oh yes. my God. Those guys are so disgusting that I'm like sitting there and I'm like, ew, get them off my screen. They're gross. <laughs> you know, you can just like, smell oh them God. through your TV. <laughs> I, will, I will actually, I have to agree because they just look that grody. <laughs> I know. I know. And then there's that one guy who's got like half his head is gone or half his hair. So he's yes. only got like half a head full of hair. Like Mass Effect 2, I was love that freaking game. So I finished that. And actually, I started it over because I lost Miranda. And so I want to get her back for Mass Why? Effect 3. She sucks. <laughs> I love her. She's awesome. Well, I was a girl, so I didn't care that I did her. Um, but I almost did the other girl. I was like, oh, should I do her? Who should I do? It's so awesome that you could pick. Who <laughs> that, that it's like so a harem, but you don't have to pay. See, and that's... That's why I'm excited for the new Dragon Age downloadable content because I want to bring Liliana back over to Awakening because I, I made her fall in love with my dwarf and it's like this is going to be so awkward and awesome. <laughs> See, I've been doing that now with my, my in other Dragon Age. My other playthrough now on Dragon Age Origins, um, the 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 the. The, con the the stuff that's coming out from all of the people based on because I'm getting so close to max love with several of them. So when I take Morgan and Liliana together, I'm getting oh my god, those are material hilarious. is fantastic. And then on top of that, well, I went and banged Zev because I had to do it. I want to know what it's <laughs> yeah. like. So then I reloaded the save. So yeah. I didn't want my, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. My well, say I was worried. Like, is Morgan gonna be pissed at me? She could care less. But then when I'm getting really hot and bothered with Liliana, it's funny because she's like saying, "Okay, Zev was saying that you guys did something," and it it was. I swear to God, all I could see was Seinfeld in my head because she's saying, "Not that there's anything wrong with that." <laughs> and I it was that guy's hilarious. Been. Yeah. Oh my god. It was hilarious. Like I, it was fantastic. And Not... I thought we were badass having seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> oh you no, suck. we got That's chump change. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah, Woohoo! I'm hanging out with you. <laughs> 
I wish you could go, Roger. I wish it was feasible for you to go because it would just be awesome. If I so had you need a, to meet a sugar mama, yeah, that's a well, you know, talk to the wife, tell her to get a better job. <laughs> then. Uh, no, I, uh, I got, I got, <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to all kinds of things. I went to Nerdtacular and, and I'm going to Dragon Con and I'm going to BlizzCon and I'm going to, I might go to Gen Con, so yeah. No, 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 we had fun. It's not about who brings the most. Um, Even though it's so, usually me. Yeah, I was just ah. waiting. I set you up. That was such a low pitch. Really, I was. Even it, it took you a while. Even. <laughs> oh, suck it up, dude. Suck it up. Yep. <laughs> oh, it's always nice to have that. Go, oh, go ahead. No, really, Vince. <laughs> this was this was You're a total guess. blast. But it's, thank you guys very much. Not a problem. It's always okay. nice. Oh God damn it, Vince! Just say it. No, fuck <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> Screw you. Jesus your Christ! Call it a day. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it better have been funny because you're gonna try one last time. Go ahead. No, no, I, I, I can't, I can't live up to it. it was, uh, it's just not possible. <laughs> you, you failed. I'm such a disappoint to the podcast. <laughs> Right. Well, it's good that no one can hear us, so you know. Yeah, it's oh, awesome. they'll hear it. I it'll, it'll be in the it'll be in the outtakes. Roger, <laughs> Roger, see, Roger said he wasn't broadcasting. He didn't say he wasn't recording. Yeah, everything. Oh, it's always shit. recording, darling. Always. The moment I call, it's recording till I leave you. I learned that lesson a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, see, you guys should have warned me. You should have warned me. <laughs> but that's that's part of the fun. Yes. Just wait till you listen. The Southland